Ta'anit Daf Yutet, we were last discussing the Yamim Tovim of Megillah Ta'anit and fasting and eulogizing the day before and after. And we are now starting Yudhet Amudibet, six lines from the bottom. We are starting the third parak of Masechet Ta'anit. And the Mishnah starts, Seder Ta'aniot Elu Ha'amur, all these Tanya that we're talking about in the, the, the first three, then the next three, then the next seven, that's Tafka Bervi Arishona. That's if the, we go through the whole Hashvan and we're not getting answered with rain. So then you, you do it slowly in steps three, three, and seven. About Smahim Sheshinu, if the plants are growing in a weird way, if something is wrong, Right away, we take out the shofarot, we blow the shofar, we get nervous right away. We don't wait for three, three, and seven. We jump straight to the most hamur thing. Or, for example, if between each rain, took 40 days, there's no rain. Then we take out shofarot, we blow, because that's the way famine starts. If the rain comes down very, very softly and only the plants could enjoy it, but the trees don't have any benefit, or if it's very hard, it goes to the trees, but not for the plants. Or if it came down for the trees and the plants, but not strong enough for the wells, for the caves where we get our drinking water from. Right away, blow the shofar because people can die from thirst. If there's a city that didn't get rain, other cities around it got rain, this one's not getting uh, rain, it's a curse. Part of a field will get rain, the other won't. So you see, it's a curse. And therefore, that city fasts, and all the cities around it. They fast, velo matriot, don't have to blow the shofar. Rebiaki Baumer, matriot, velo mitanot, blow the shofar, but not fast. Same idea, vechen ir sheyesh badever. If a city has a plague where people are dying, oma polet, or the, the buildings are falling, otaha ir mitanot, that city blows, uh, blows the shofar, they fast, vechol sevotem mitanot, velo matriot. All the other cities around it fast, but not blow the shofar. matriot velo mitanot blow the shofar, not fast. So ezu dever, what's dever? Aira motzia chamesh meot ragli, a city with five hundred people who go to work. Viatzum imenas shlosha metim b'shlosha yamim zehazen. They have three dead people back to back days for three days. Hareze dever, that's a plague. Pachot mikan is less than that. Then ends a dever. That's not considered a plague. The following, we blow the shofar every, and it doesn't make a difference where you are. If it's a strong wind that ruins the crop, or if a jaundice is a type of yellow that's going, that's in people's body. I guess their uh, liver is not working as well. Or if there's locust, also a different type of locust. If there's wild animals killing people, if there's an uh, army going from one place to another killing, we blow the shofar, because that's a moving makah, and that could uh, reach to you. Therefore, right away, pray, don't ask questions. And at uh, one time, they were the, the Zekanim, the elders of the Sanhedrin, went to their cities in Israel. Why, why was it Ta'anit? Because 
In Ashkelon, they found an area in a field the size of the opening of an oven that was ruined due to wind. And they also made ta'anit in everywhere in Israel. Because two wolves ate two children on the other side of Yarden. That's it wasn't that the wolves ate the children. No, they were just seen in the city and everyone was uh, scared and didn't want to walk around and that was good enough to make a fast. On the following, we say Aninu on Shabbat. We don't uh, fast, we don't blow the Shofar, but the following, at least we say Aninu. If Goyim went around a city, they made a siege on Nahar, or if the river is overflowing, or if there is a boat that is moving from side to side, is about to get shipwrecked in the middle of the ocean, or Omer, Le'ezra. They're allowed to scream, to God help, but not to pray to, as it's filled to get answered. If there's a plague where people are dying, you're allowed to say, I know on Shabbat, and Hachamim did not agree with them. On any tzara, any pain, any trouble that shouldn't come with the tzibur, we blow the shofar, except if there's too much rain. We don't tell Hashem to stop something good. One time they told Can you pray that the rain can come down? Okay, then go bring your your ovens inside so they don't melt. He prayed and get answered. Nothing came down. How do you do? He made a circle on the ground. Your children put their faces to me, because I'm like a son in your house. I swear in your great name. I'm not moving you until you have mercy on your children. All of a sudden, rain started trickling down. I didn't ask for that. I wanted to come down hard enough that we could drink. I wanted to go down into the holes, into the wells, into the caves. They came really, really strong. So he said, I didn't ask for this. I asked for a rain. They came down normally, but the promise didn't stop. It was so, it was getting dangerous, so everyone went up towards Harabait. It was very tall. Because there's a lot of rain. They came to tell the same way you pray that it come down. So I want you to also pray that they should go away. I want you to go see if Even Hatoin, the rock of Toin, was covered. Even Hatoin was a large stone where if anyone found a lost object, they would go stand over there and call out, I found a lost object, people will find you. So if the rain was on top of that, go find out. If you weren't honey and you were a big tzaddik, I'll put you in harem. Because that's the way you talk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You're talking not nice, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is listening to you. Like a child who talks not nice in front of his father. And he does what he wants. That's what the Pasuk says about you. Let's say it was the, they were in the middle of a fast and the rain came down. Before it's a hama, we don't finish. 
Nechanetzahama, but if it was after Netzahama, and that's when the rain started, Yeshlim will finish Ta'anit. Rebid Ezra Omer, that depends. Kodem Hatzot, if it's before midday, Lo Yeshlim will not finish. Lechal Hatzot, Yeshlim will after Hatzot, it then started raining, finish the fast. She explains because midday is really the, the latest time people start to eat. So if you went past that, then it's a real fast. Now, Maaseh Gazuru Ta'anit Belod, I guess there was a there was a there was no rain and they made a tanit and lord they are do lime geshemim kodem hatzot and the rain came before hatzot amadem rebi tarfon seu vechlush to go eat drink vasu yom tov vetsu vachlu veshetu vasu yom tov ubao ben arbaim they came ben arbaim they came from in high to the shul vekaru halel gadol and they said the big halel that's perekuf lamidvav where you say hodu lashem kitov because the end over there it says noten lechem lechobasa kilo lam chasdo. And the Gemara starts, Seder Ta'anyot Ha'elu Amur Birvi'al Shona. These Ta'anyot that we said, 3, 3, and 7, is Dafka, if it didn't rain in that first quarter, that, that Yore that we were talking about. So the Gemara brings us a Brayta, or Mini. Didn't we learn the Brayta, Revi'al Shona, Shniyah, Dish'ol? If the first and second quarter of the rainy season passed and no rain, then we ask for rain. If the third quarter came and no rain, then then we start fasting. So I got more of you that know. That's what it means. The seder of the taniyot that we said in the first two prakim. When is this? If the first, second, third part of the first quarter of the yore, if the first, second, third part happened velo yardu geshamim and no rain, then you do the fasting. Avel yardu geshamim brviarishona. But if during the first quarter they got rain vizaro velot samhu, but the, and they planted and nothing grew inamit samhu or they grew vehazru venishnu and then something happened there was a change to the crop then matriyina then miyad right away blow the shofar do whatever you have to do because if it gets damaged you can't fix this and amar of nachman dafka nishtanu that's dafka if they changed but sure if they completely dried lot then you don't do tefilot and blowing the shofar because it's tefilat shav that's already it's too late like masas pshita of course it's too late nishtanu tnan we said dafka if it changed not if it dried up like Ma explains, Lotzricha de Akun. We're talking about if they were fixed a little bit, if they not so dry anymore. Mahudetema akanta miltai. You would have thought maybe the fact that you know it's starting to stand up, the kane is starting to stand up, the stem, then maybe it could continue growing. Kamash Malan of Dahman that that's not normal to get fixed and therefore don't pray for it. Next Mishnah. Vechen. Now that's one perush of Rashi. Rashi brings another perush and Tosfot agrees with this one that if they dry up, you don't have to blow the shofar because there's a possibility of it coming back up. Now we learned in the Mishnah, if between each rain it stopped for 40 days, that's the beginning of a drought. So the Gemara asks, "My makad batzorot." Does that mean it's a makah of a drought? So Amar Yehuda, Amar Rav, makah meviyali de batzorot. This is a makah that's going to reach a drought. And Amar Rav Nachman, Nahara and Nahara. If there is no rain over here, there's no crop over here, and you have to go get from down the river, that's batzorta. That's a drought. 
However, medinta, medinta, if you have to go from one country to another, one city, state to another, province to the other, and there is no river in between, that's already a kafna, that's a famine. The Amar bihanina, se'ah besela, if a se'ah, which is like a pound or any measurement of weight, if it's a se'ah just for a se'la, and you could find the food to buy, that's only a batzorta, that's a drought, that's a small level famine. But if there's four se'in for a sela, meaning it's very cheap, but still you can't find a crop to buy, that's a kafna. That's already a, a famine. And Amar B'Yohanan, When did we say it's just a batzoret? Is when there is money going around, it's just there's not enough fruit, so the fruits are expensive. But you could find uh, still f- crop. You could still find fruit. If you can't find money, and there's a lot of fruit, but you can't buy it, right away below the shofar. There used to be four se'ah for a se'ah. It was cheap. The problem is, there was a lot of people with blown up stomachs because they were so hungry there was no there was no money to buy that food and the Gemara quotes the next part of the Mishnah if the rain only came for the plants but not strong enough for the trees if it came strong enough for the trees but not strong enough for the wells so we could drink right away blow the shofar I understand how we could have rain that's strong enough for the plants, not trees. Because it comes softly, not strong. I understand how that happens. Why? It comes strong, but doesn't come softly. So it could ruin the plants, but it will help the trees. I understand how it comes strong for the trees and not the plants, but not strong enough for the wells, the, 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 the watering holes. I understand that if it comes strong and soft. But but we don't have too much of it. So it helps the trees, it helps the plants, just, there's no water to drink. But the other part where it says, if it came strong enough for the wells, for the, all the drinking holes, but not strong enough for the trees and plants, how's that possible? So the Gemara explains that, if it comes so strong, that at that point it can help the watering holes, but it doesn't help even the trees. It's too strong for the trees. Now Rashi brings a different perush. It's very, very possible if it rained very, very hard, however, too much. So it's for sure not good for the plants. It's, it ruined the trees, but it filled up the watering hole. If it didn't rain, we blow the shofar for the trees right, like two weeks before Pesach. If it didn't fill up the watering holes, even two weeks before, and here the Ritva brings a Rashi, it's not over here in front of us, but... Uh, the Rambam also brings it, the Meiri also brings it, that we're talking about Sukkot over here. 
we want to have uh, enough water to feed the the, the animals to, for the, to water the plants. Val kulan and all them im en leimayim lishtot. If for everyone else, if there's no water to drink, matreina then miyad we blow the shofar right away, even before the the, the hag, before the pesach doesn't make a difference. What does that mean, Miyad, right away? Shani, Vahamishi, Vishani, the first Monday, Thursday, Monday, right away, blow the shofar. You don't have to uh, fast, but you have to blow the shofar. You could only blow the shofar and have that uh, big calling out of Anenu in the, the place where it's missing the water. And if there is a uh, some sort of disease where it starts in the mouth, goes to the throat, people are dying from it. But if there is no death, nobody's dying. And if they, uh, they see this sort of locust that eats a lot of food, then right away blow the shofar. Because if one comes, more comes. Even if it's the Hagav, which is a different type of locust, also blow the shofar. If there's not enough water for the trees, we blow the shofar on six out of seven years of the Shemitah cycle, not on the Shemitah year, because it's Hefker. You don't blow the shofar for Hefker. If there's not enough drinking water, even on the Shevi'it, Rabban Shimon Gamliel Omer, even on the Ilanot, on the seventh year, because there is Panasa for the Aniim, they at least, you know, that's how they eat. So therefore, he says, even on the Shemitah year, you also blow the Shofar. We have another baita. We blow for the trees. Bishash and Shavuot, six out of seven years of the Shemitah cycle, not Shemitah year. Ala borot al shechin val me'arot on the watering holes. I feel b'shevi'it even on the Shemitah year. And Rabbi Shimon Gamliel Omer, Afala ilanot even blow for the trees on the Shemitah year. Matriyina ala sefi'in. You're allowed to even blow the shofar on the leftovers that are growing by themselves without being watered b'shevi'it on the shevi'it year because. They're not so important, but there's still this parnasah for the anim, the anim eat from it, therefore blow the shofar for it. And Tanya, Amar Bil Azar ben Patam, Yom Shaharab Beta Migdash, Naasu Geshemim Tsimukin Laulam. From the day the Beta Migdash was destroyed, the whole concept of rain became hard for the world. Meaning, there's a year with lots of rain, and then there's years with uh, very little rain. Sometimes the rain comes at the right time, and there's years where the rain doesn't come at the right time. And the Gemara explains, and the Dome, a year where the rain comes on time, what's it like? It's like a slave or a servant with the where the master gave him food at the beginning of the week, Sunday. So you see, you have bread ready for Shabbat. He was able to have time to to, to bake it, and you eat it at the right time on Shabbat. A year where the rain comes at the wrong time. What's it like? It's an avid servant whose master gave him his food. He doesn't have time to bake and cook and anything. The, the entire dough is baked not correctly, just in a rush. You don't eat it correctly. A year that has a lot of rain. 
What's it like? It's like a servant whose master gave him everything he owes him in one shot. Ends up, the mill ends up swallowing a core from a cav, meaning the mill always takes a certain amount. Let's say it always takes uh, a cav, right? So if you put a big amount or a small amount, always going to take a cav. So if, you ta- you give, if the master gives him everything in one shot, so the loss is very minimal. But if he's giving him little by little and it's always taking a cav, then he's, he's losing a lot. And on top of that, when you put flour into the kneading bowl, the the bowl itself takes some of the, the flour. Now, if it's a kav or a kor, whatever you put in there, no matter what the amount is, it's always going to take the same amount. So the same idea with the rain. There's always a little bit of rain that goes with the wind. There's always a little bit of rain that goes into the ground that you don't get to drink from. So if you're getting it all at once, it's, the loss is very minimal. However, if it's a year where there's very little rain, it's like a master giving a slave, a servant, his food very, very little, each time a little bit. What's the problem? It ends up whatever the mill swallows from the core takes from the cab. So it's going to take the same amount. So the loss is much bigger. And that kneading bowl takes from the core the same amount as a cab. So you feel the loss much, much more. Another difference. If there's a lot of rain that year, what's it like? If a person is kneading the 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 cement, the dirt, if he has a lot of water, you're never done with the water, and therefore the cement is mixed nicely. But if you only have a little bit of water, the water finishes, and the, the, the mud, the, the, the bricks that you're trying to do, the cement doesn't get mixed well. One time, the entire Bnei Israel went to Yerushalayim, the holidays, didn't have water to drink. Nakdimon Ben Gurion was a very rich person, went to one of the masters of there, one another rich person, Can you give me 12 streams of water for the Ole Regalim? I'll give you back after the holiday 12 um, streams of water. If not, I'll give you 12 pieces of silver. And he said, in the time, when to give back the money, the time came back, no rain. So in the morning of the, that day, that person told him, can you send me either the water or give me the money? Shalach lo adan yishlizman, I shalach time. Kol ayom kulo sheli, I have the entire day. Batzoraim shalachos, in the afternoon, that person sent him, shageli omayim omayot yishli b'yadecha, send me water or money. Shalach lo, nakdimot, send him back, adan yishli shalot, bayom, I still have time. Beminha shalach lo, shageli maim omayot yishli b'yadecha. Minha time, he told him, can you give me the water or the money? And Shalach Lonak Dimon told him, Adain Niyeshli Shahut, Bayom, I still have some time left in the day. And we'll stop right here. We'll continue this story tomorrow. Baruch Hashem, Da'olam, Amen, Ve'amen.